And good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 1079. Uh, nothing. No nobody and nothing. I feel very justified because you and I just had a conversation yes. about I converse with people on Facebook. I do not. And uh, so our, our guest today, Coach Martindale, <laughs> is in here. You're looking good, by the way, Brandon Martindale. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah, you you got to get close to this mic. We didn't get a chance yeah. to coach you up. See, this is our problem. Yeah. Well, hey, I love oh, it yeah. when you get a little agitated. <laughs> and B, I love it when uh, I'm Mr. Technology, because you tend to think of me as a techno-moron. But uh, I converse with people all the time on Facebook. <laughs> Unless I purposely am going there, like when I reached out to Coach Martindale about coming <laughs> yeah. on the show, I don't go on Facebook Messenger very often. I use, you know. Why? Why is that? It's just one more thing. <laughs> I can understand. I'm that. all about text messaging. Text message me, it's right, it pops right up on my phone. I'm like, oh, I got a text message. But uh, I got I to gotta take the step to open up Messenger, and I don't know if I have any or not. I'm not good at Messenger. Anyway, Coach Martindale, I. Uh, Reached out to you on Facebook. What'd you say? What were you saying? I to look at it. Well, originally I responded to you and I was like, great, what time should I show up? 5 30. Isn't that uh, what I said originally? You said come on at 5 30, but I yeah. thought, like, am I on at 5 30? Oh, yeah, you're on at 5 15. You're on your own when you show up. Oh, okay. And I'll push already. that mic in closer to you. Just pull yeah. up. Or you pull into this. it. There you go. Okay, okay. Because yeah. otherwise right. we won't do it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not your fault. It's, not it's saying. bad equipment there. But anyway. So today I messaged you, and I was I was like, hey, are we still on? Just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. We haven't spoken like a week about it. Yeah. And uh, just no wanted response. to confirm. Didn't get anything. So I was like, well, I'm Man. just going to show up, and we'll show see up is, Isn't that what you want your players to do? If they'll just show up every day. That's it. That's yeah. it. So, so, so every day, you no, come out ahead. No excuses. A, since noon today, I've been outside fighting with a lawnmower. Okay. okay. Not, B, for you. not winning. <laughs> B, my wife hired some dog groomer lady mm. to come clean in. Up? Not me. <laughs> no, I'm a clean dog. We got a dirty dog, however. We got we got a, a you know, five-year-old golden retriever okay. who's a matted up mess at times. And so she she brought this lady. This woman comes to the house to cut your dog's fur. Okay, did the whole thing. That's convenient. Which is what I thought she, until she walked in. I thought I got an eighty-five pound golden retriever who doesn't like to be brushed. Oh, you don't have a restraint. You have a table. You're going to put her on in my family room. <laughs> so what did I do for an hour holding my dog? Sure. So this woman sure. could groom my dog. So I never even looked at my phone this afternoon between the lawnmower and the dog. Nothing got done productive. Well, it worked out. But it you showed out. up anyway, and so we'll uh, we'll flip the show. As they call an education, this is a flip classroom today. Okay, okay. We're starting with the guest. We're gonna get closer. <laughs> well, we pretty much did. I just, I just, we should have just closed the show right then. Congratulations on your new gig, man. That's, oh, that's pretty you. cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm really. Excited. Why did you decide you wanted to cross state lines? Was oh. there something happening that you were running away from? Wow. Oh, that's kind of harsh. Good Lord. Goodness gracious. No, uh, no, not really. I was really happy at Redwater. I mean, I was there for seven years and enjoyed yeah. my time. Uh, nothing particular happened. I was contacted uh, yeah. about the job. And Obviously, Ashton has a great baseball program. Right. They got everybody in the world coming back from a state finals team. I, I was kidding with you. Yes, sir. You 
reason across the straight line. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. But it, it wasn't something I was seeking or, or reaching out for it. It kind of, some, like I said, I was contacted, and I said I might be interested. And then one thing led to another, and it about three days. It happened really quick. So, so is your first reaction, I might be interested in your first reaction, oh, no. No, I got a job. Uh. <laughs> Don't want to say no, you know, right off the bat because right. you, you want to hear about opportunities. Well, sure. You know, coaching there for so long, several came, you know, along the lines throughout the years, and you know, none of them, uh, in my opinion, were better than what I had. Or none of them really wowed you. Place, All right. right. None of them wowed me, but uh, this one did pretty quickly. Uh, so they kind of had me. Uh, that hello showed me around. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know. Had a convincing argument for me to come there. And uh, and what was that? Like I said, uh, well, uh, Tony just put it on the table right there. They're really yeah. loaded right now. Uh, really loaded. Uh, great facilities. Great community. Um, Love baseball. I have family ties to Ashdown. Ah. Uh, so, as well, my grandmother uh, taught there like 30 years. Really? Yeah. So, my mother is a graduate of there as well. You might not know that. I did that. not know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until this morning. Your dad played baseball at TC. Yes, he did. Do you know that, Chuck? I did not know this. I found that out from Kevin Carpenter, his former TC uh, teammate. Teammate for a short yep. period of time. Yep. Arkansas High guy. Went to TC after that. Really? Yes, sir. So you got it in your blood. Got it in my blood. Got it in my blood. So you so got a whole blood. closet full of uh, purple already? No. No. <laughs> I've got two shirts so far. Okay. So uh, it's amazing uh, how many shirts you collect or how many cl- clothes you collect. <laughs> Uh, being somewhere for so long like yeah. I was at Redwater. Now my closet's pretty bare. Well, Inkstam appreciates that. Oh, yeah. He, I loaded him up. <laughs> yeah, we, we heard from him last week about that. Yeah, yeah. he was already wearing, you know, the new stuff. You hooked him up with some of the older stuff. I hooked stuff. him up. I hooked him up. I took uh, uh, probably 80 shirts up there. Like, it, it was a bunch. It was a bunch of clothes. You had 80 shirts? I don't know. That's maybe 40. Maybe <laughs> you know, I just doubled it for suspense to make it sound better, but it was a lot of shirts. It was a lot of All shirts. All right. So my closet went from like this to this. Yeah. So now I'm very limited. Well, now you got to start all over again. Yeah, start it's all over. It's a brand new. Now, are you going to be able to purchase stuff right away, or are you, uh, you going to get the hand-me-downs right now? Uh, I believe I'll be able to purchase stuff okay. as soon as we uh, get into this fiscal okay. school year. Or win a state championship. Right. Or, yeah. or that. Sure. <laughs> Did he can give you this T-shirt you're wearing today? Uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. I, I believe I got this one at the uh, the powerlifting meet, right. which I always volunteer for. That's probably the most expensive T-shirt in your closet. Yeah, probably so. I got, I got a couple of FCA shirts. <laughs> yeah. I got a Somebody couple. To pay to get it. So <laughs> He is, he is. I'm glad to help him. He knows that. So Brandon Martindale in here, the new uh, baseball coach over at Ashdown. And as you said, seven years at Redwater. Yes, sir. So before we start looking forward, we got to look back a little bit. Okay. You uh, you had good years at Redwater. Yes, sir. You got, uh, unfortunately, in a, in a district that got really tough with realignment a couple of years ago, Atlanta coming down, and mm. and uh, Hooks has become so good. Uh, yes, I have. This is a really good competitive Northeast Texas baseball district, though. Oh, yes. A lot of talent in that district. A lot of talent. Why? Uh, I don't know. Bowie County's been good at baseball since, you know, I was over, I was across state lines, but we'd play these teams. We'd play Atlanta, yeah. Queen City back in those days, and they were very, very good. Yeah. Um, most of those kids are baseball kids, come from baseball families. A lot of them play select tournament baseball growing up. And uh, like I said, they just keep it up and stay together yeah. in those areas. So most of those kids have been playing together at those schools since they were eight years old. So, you know, it's going to benefit in the long run. They're going to get better as yeah, they go. Yeah, sure. 
Was that the case in Redwater? Did you have a lot of kids playing travel ball? Yes, I did. At Redwater, it was kind of a mix. Honestly, some of them played at the RYSA down there, and some of them played at Texarkana, and then some of them would go and travel. So uh, they kind of kind of would play with each other a whole lot. Uh, we play against Hooks, New Boston, or whatever. A lot of those kids have played with kids on those other teams. Right. So it's kind of like I knew everybody and their strengths and weaknesses going in. But yeah. RYSA is a great program. Uh, over the years, I think their numbers went down for a little bit, but now they're back on the rise, and they're looking real good. Well, that's what we kind of heard last week, that numbers are up at Redwater, it looks yes. like. And, yes, and I don't know how much he got back from what he was telling us. It looks like maybe four or five starters back, six starters back maybe from this past year. They should have uh, – I think he'll have seven. Seven back. Seven. Yeah, we only lost three seniors, and okay. two of which were starters. That's a good uh, – you left him a good foundation he, then. He's walking into a pretty good place. So, so – if he wins, if Cody wins state, all right, was this a bad move? <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, it's not a bad move. I'll okay. be happy for Cody. I hope that happens. Well, you know, we Let's talked to him. La- we talked to him last week about the fact that he left LE. Boom, LE ends up in the state uh, championship right, game. Right. He leaves Arkansas High. If they happen to go and, and win a state <laughs> championship. And maybe it's him. Might, might be him. <laughs> he may follow you to Ashton. <laughs> right. Tell him to come on. <laughs> no, I think he'll do a real good job there. He's walking into a pretty good place. So. Now, now, tell us what's good about Redwater. Uh, the community is really supportive. Uh, my seven years, I enjoyed it there a whole lot. Uh, the kids, they work hard. They, they do everything you ask. Um, the administration, school-wise, everybody works with you. They really uh, care a lot about athletics and baseball. And uh, the support system there is pretty tough to beat. Now, we've heard down through the years that the field didn't drain well. No. <laughs> it's like saying the Mediterranean doesn't drain well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in a tough spot. It's in a tough spot. Is it going to take going to a complete new location? or I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to take a lot of money one way or another to rectify that particular part of the program. For it to be completely rectified, I think you're looking, you know, it would almost be cheaper to build a new field uh, just because of where it's located. And, you know, there's probably four foot, three foot elevation difference from the center field wall to home plate. So it's flowing, but it's flowing in in a bad direction uh, for the high school field, that is. Right. Of course, the whole thing is in a floodplain. So uh, we've done a lot to it. Coach Lane did last year, uh, and, and it helped a lot. It really did. We've, we've made improvements, but... Uh, overall, we were spending less time on the field than our other teams in our district. And, and we, tr- you know, we are not doing this conversation with the intent of slamming Redwater at all. No, you had a great time there. We've had great relationships with the folks out there. Uh, Coach Lane's doing a great job uh, yes, in, in early part of his tenure. Um, but in all reality, if you want a program to be competitive, I mean, down the road. They're building a brand-new state-of-the-art turf field that everybody's coming to. Texas High opened their season playing in hooks this year. Yes, they did. Somewhere yes, did. in there you got to – Doing it in Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta's doing it too. Well. Yep. So. Somewhere in there you got to address the fact that your kids are not on an even playing field, no pun intended, when the, when the playing field doesn't allow you to be on it enough to practice like you need to to compete with other schools that are already addressing their issues. Sure, I can see your point, but when when you're there and you're doing it, you just, you, you got to make the best of what you, you got. Oh, you bet. You know, um, like I said, we had a middle school gym. It was big enough to get everybody in. It had uh, indoor cage. We did have some facilities that 
other schools do not even. So uh, we were able to have, you know, productive practices, even though we weren't able to get outside. Uh, we obviously would have liked to get outside, but, you know, it just was what it was. Yeah. And I think they, the people there, a lot of them want to improve that. I yeah. don't know what's all involved. Money. You know? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> it's you money. Know? I stay out of that process. No, and, that, and, and therein lies the problem. It's a money issue. You, you can lob this one up for Coach Ingstrom. Right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let him have this one. But now I'm trying to remember before you were at Red Rock, were you at PG? Mm-hmm. I was at Pleasant Grove my, my first two years. All right, first two years. Education. And uh, were you working with baseball over there? Uh, yes, I was. Uh, I volunteered, actually. Well, Coach Jones talked me into volunteering because uh, I was in soccer. Uh, it was my first Wait, I want to hear this conversation. <laughs> well, it wasn't much of a conversation. He was like, you like baseball, right? And I was like, yes, sir. He's like, you want to coach baseball? I was like, yes, sir. That's what I want to do. And he's like, well, I'd love to have you out. You come on. <laughs> <laughs> and you were now a volunteer. That was it. That was it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Absolutely. Uh, learned a ton. Learned a ton. As far as uh, uh, structure, discipline, how to how to organize things, uh, there's not many people better to learn from than Coach Jones. So, uh I was very fortunate, very fortunate in my first year to get to watch him. So I'll let you continue that thought because you asked him first two years were there, then what? You went to Redwater, didn't you? No, I was there. Yep, no. I went to uh, North Webster High School in Spring Hill. Oh, I didn't realize uh, that. Louisiana. I was there for one year. Uh, I was with uh, Dane Peavy. Okay. And um, there was an opportunity for me to coach uh, varsity football and baseball, which was Pleasant Grove. I was was doing things at the middle school level. So, yeah. uh, took him up on that offer. We had a really good team. Uh, I think we went four rounds. I think we were one round away from state. So we had a lot of success there. And then after that, um, I interviewed for the red, uh, Redwater job, and that's where I've been for the past seven. So was the was the goal all along a baseball head coach, or did you really want to be a football guy? Uh, baseball. Really? Baseball, honestly, was uh, – I love coaching football. I, I really do. I'm not just a baseball-only guy. Uh, I've enjoyed my years doing football, but uh, baseball's where my heart is that's where it is yes so sir. When, when, the, when the majors call yeah you're you're, you're ready <laughs> exactly okay exactly so, football duties this year are you yes yes okay. i'll be i'll be uh coaching high school football okay with the defensive backs which is okay. what i did at redwater for seven okay years. all right let's take a break we'll come right back you're awesome. sticking around yes sir 15 minutes after five Vo- uh, the voice you're hearing brandon martindale he is the new baseball coach at ashdown we're going to talk about the Panther expectations okay. when we come back here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. Responsibly 2020 Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, St. Louis, Missouri. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty Ilo, leopard pride never dies. 
When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you'll make rent. You lost your job. When you don't know where to turn, let 211 be your guiding light. Our guides are ready to connect you with the help you need. 211, how can I help you? Call or visit 211.org. 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Are back 18 after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Sitting in with us this afternoon for a few is uh, Brandon Martindale, new head baseball coach over in Ashdown, where you start when? Uh, officially July the 12th. Okay, so you get another week. Yeah, well, I'm going to work Monday, so. All right, you're one of those guys. Yeah, oh yeah. Skirting the law. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> don't, don't get me turned in or anything. Right. Have you got an office? I have an office. Um, it's called the dugout. No, we have an office in our, above our concession stand right beside our press box. Yeah. And uh, there's actually a locker room behind it. So pretty now nice. You, you guys still playing at the uh, city park? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, which I think are great facilities. They're, they they are. really are. When you start looking around, and in, in, we aren't obviously not playing any more mud at other places, but when you start looking around at some of the facilities that, that uh, schools are putting their kids in to play – Ashdown, while not on campus, that's a great place to play a game. It's a really good place to call a game. Yes, it's it is. one of it's one of my favorites, probably in the last uh, oh, I guess ten years or so. I think it's on the top ten of it, best places to call a baseball game. It's a great venue, and, and people who haven't been out there, they'd be surprised. Uh, we played in a tournament when I was at Redwater, uh, the Dugan Ward tournament, two years, mm-hmm. and uh, I was always impressed. Uh, with those facilities, right. um, and they keep it, they take care of it. I was going to say, they, they the city, or they the school, or are they you and your staff? Uh, a little bit of everybody, actually. Um, kind of learning. Uh, I met the guy who's head of the parks down there uh, this past week, and he's mowing it, spraying it, and doing all the stuff. Of course, I'm getting out there and going to do a few things as well. Right. Uh, going through that office and that locker room uh, has been quite a process, but we're taking care of that and. Um, everybody kind of has a hand in it i also have a turf management class at the high school chuck cross started that yes he did yep. yes he did it was a great idea now chuck was a chuck was a master I oh need yeah to, i need to get a hold of him and find out uh, everything that was involved in that but they take care of the football practice field and uh they work on the softball and baseball fields as well the class does the class does yes sir. wow Yes, so if you have a bad year and you get some spots, do they get bad grades? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Every kid's got a different section. Yours is brown. Just walk by with a checklist. Yeah, that's a D. But, uh, you know, Chuck took them to, you know, golf courses, yep. places like that, and uh, they tied heavily in with a, uh, I believe it was Arkansas Rich Mountain. Yep. Uh, they have a turf management school uh, 
uh, class that they offer a program and a lot of people are going through that so we're kind of tied in with them i believe so you are going to have responsibilities on the field yes. it sounds like oh yes all right which is a good thing you like that part of it absolutely Absolutely. I don't know a baseball coach that doesn't enjoy some of it. Now, the guy like John McClure we've talked to over and over again over the years, and I think I don't know what John would do with his time if Texas I ever turfs their baseball field. Yes. But I bet he'll figure it out. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> but I, I doubt he'll struggle hard to figure out something else to do. But you, you love it, and then you get to a place where you're like, I can't – I hate it. It's like you're you're married to that field. You have to be there so much. You have to take care of so many different parts of it that you don't really anticipate when you walk up to go you know go watch kids play baseball right, on Tuesday night. Of course, and uh, you know it it kind of just becomes your own, and uh, you really do kind of I don't want to say bond with it, but right. it becomes something that you think about that you work work on all year, and uh, man, you, you really do really do love it. Believe it or not. You're basically going to be the uh, Bill Murray character over on yeah, exactly. Caddyshack. Caddyshack, yes. It's okay. Yes. Hopefully we have no gophers. That's right. that, that, that would be a big issue. That would be bad. Right. No gopher balls either. No, no. Now, you've got a whole new group of players, but you said you have some familiarity with the community of Ashdown. Do you know some of these kids already, or is this starting from scratch with most of them? Uh, the familiarity has come from basically the, the older people. A lot of them worked with with my with my grandmother the ones that have been there a while so going through admin offices you know and, and all that yes i know their families but this is themselves no no not very familiar with them i've met about four or five uh so far since i've been hired and i look forward to meeting the rest of them pretty soon well like tony said they had a pretty good run this past year yes of course the expectations are really high i'm sure yes they are. for you and for them for this year is that a challenger looking forward to oftentimes you 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 walk into a job most of the time it's because the guy before you wasn't very good and and the team has struggled and and so you end up getting a job every once in a while you find a guy who gets promoted right finds a a better school a bigger school a better paying job and falls in love somewhere a good job opens up but those are pretty rare actually it's usually a guy doesn't do well it opens up It, it is rare which is better uh this situation this that is. I'm in. absolutely all right absolutely i mean the pressure expectations i mean if you're going to be a head coach you just have to have to accept that you want to be at a place that has high expectations because you have high expectations for the kids and and your team so i mean i think it's a good matchup and hopefully we're going to have a lot of success now, you, you said you played at arkansas huh yes sir. So, you, so you're a little familiar with the playoff differences in arkansas than texas yes Yes, I, I, I still can't understand I'm it. I'm still looking at it. Yeah, to be honest with you, <laughs> I, I don't it's, get it. it. It's a world of difference. Yeah, it's a world of difference. But you know, I understand the regional and the state tournament, and uh, how they operate, and they, they finish a lot sooner, obviously, than Texas as well. So winning your conference doesn't matter that much. Winning your regional tournament doesn't matter that much. As long as you manage to get into the state tournament, you're fine. Well, that's true. If you get in, you got a chance. Right. You know, certainly would like to get a conference championship well, along sure. the way in a regional uh, championship. But yes, sir, still have an opportunity. I struggle with that. Still have an opportunity. No, I know. I struggle. <laughs> How familiar with you are the opponents that Ashdown will have in their conference? Um, let's see. I've at Redwater. We played in Nashville in uh, a tournament there, the Ralph Gross uh, tournament, and we played Magnolia several times. So I'm pretty familiar with that team. Like I said, we down, we went down and played Ashdown, which uh, that was the only team in that conference from there. So I haven't seen D-Queen, Camden, Hope, uh, any of those guys. Arkadelphia, for example. Like I said, it's a pretty good conference, and I haven't seen any of those teams. Is it going to be weird not seeing Hooks 
New Boston, DCAB, those guys. Is it yeah. going to be strange for you? Yes, not- yes, it will. It's a, it's a big change. It's a big change. Uh, uh, able to keep some of those guys on on the schedule. Right. So, been very fortunate. We're going to still have hooks on the schedule. Nice. Uh, I think we're going to have Redwater as well. Uh, New Boston, um, confirmed with them. I believe they're coming to my tournament. Uh, as well as DCAB. So right. you're looking at four teams from the old conference that I'll still get to see. Did you do that, or was that done for you? Uh, well, Hooks has played Ash Down, I think he said, six straight years. Okay. So that that was already done. Uh, Cody and I had talked about uh, trying to find a game for whenever their buys come around. Right. And uh, so that was already planned. And uh, the tournament, I'm putting that on. Several of those teams, the coaches are not there anymore, so – you know, I went and found who I'm familiar with gotcha. and see, asked them if they wanted to come, and luckily they did. Is Ashdown going to play uh, PG anymore? Uh, no. No, don't have PG on the schedule. Yeah, so they had for a few years. Been it's, pretty good matchups. but I, It's difficult with that conference or with that district because they play each other three times. Right. And they have no openings outside of, right. like, the first two weeks. If yeah, they get, get quick the, tournaments in. Yeah, yeah, if you get that Tuesday game, uh, week one or week two is about the only, only chance you could play them. Uh, we should be – we're going to be in the Texas High tournament. So, we'll okay. probably see Texas High, Liberty Ilo. Uh, I think Atlanta's in that, that yeah, tournament yeah. as well. So, depends on how it falls. Might play all three of those guys. You, are you a guy that likes tournaments? Yes, I do. Do you? Yeah, Why? Do. What's the value for you? Uh, it's the amount of reps you get in a short period of time. And uh, it's a good opportunity for you to put different guys at different spots. You know, at that time, everybody's still competing for spots and trying to put their best foot forward. So it's a good opportunity, especially pitching-wise, because uh, you don't have kids ready to throw, you know, 100 pitches yet, for example, or even 80. So you're, you're going through numerous pitchers trying to get – trying to find guys who can throw strikes on a consistent basis and seeing who can compete and who cannot. So. Ideally, how many pitchers would you like to have when you get into the regional tournament that you rely on? Ideally, I think four. Really? Four to five is what you're looking at. Realistically, uh, how many do you <laughs> – I don't know. Like I, said, I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen these guys yet. But, you know, in, in Texas, you know, you were limited to one game per per week. Right. The week ending on Friday, so you play Tuesdays and Fridays. Well, in, in Arkansas, I can play three games a week. Actually, I can play more, but I'm scheduling three a week because that's how it's been done the years past. Wow. I'm trying to just follow that formula. Sure. So, I'll already be working with more pitchers, you know, on a weekly basis than I did when I was in Texas. So, Are you inheriting a coaching staff? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. I believe – I don't know if we got somebody today or we're still looking okay. uh, for an assistant, actually. So you're going to be responsible for what and what do you want your assistant to be responsible for? Man, it's hard to answer that right now because I have to see, like, am, am I getting a guy with a lot of experience or am I getting somebody who hasn't coached baseball before? So, you know, it kind of depends on how that falls. Where I was at Redwater, uh, Coach Johnson, uh, he's been there 15 years probably. I'm not sure. A long time. So he worked with pitchers. Okay. You know, he pitched in college. That's what he did before I came. So he was able to take that. Uh, Coach Hayden, my other assistant, um, he was at Euler and uh, Henderson as a coach, and he worked with hitters. So, you know, naturally he fell into a hitting hitting program, and I worked kind of defense, base running, overall offense, yeah. and things like that. Well, you left Engstrom with a lot of stuff, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he really did. <laughs> really did. Um, but, you know, I might be doing the majority of everything, right. you know, depending on who we have. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. We're still not going to feel sorry for you. Of course you won't. Of course <laughs> you won't. That's not going to happen. That's fine. All right. I'll tell you what, it's good seeing you. Oh, it's great being here. I'm glad you guys had me on. Go, uh, well, next time we expect to see you down in some Ashdown yeah, stuff. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, the hope full so. on. Eric might be mad, but. Yeah, that's know. all right. You can publicity. It's rock the FCA stuff. That's right. Everybody loves that. Absolutely. I won't say about Aiken, but it's okay to. 
You gonna do football over at Ashdown as well? Yes, sir. What are you gonna do? Yes, sir. I'll be uh, coaching defensive backs. Okay. He wasn't paying attention earlier. We, I thought we, we did it off the air. I thought we did it off the. Might have been off the air. Yeah, I think it was. All right. So you looking forward to doing that again, DBs? Oh yeah, I enjoy it. Okay. I enjoy it absolutely. They're pretty good at football in Ashdown too. My ninth year coaching them, so I did them. Ninth year as DBs, mm-hmm. so there'll be no touchdown passes given up by the uh, oh, Ashdown Panthers. I don't know Panthers. about all that. No, none at all. No, no not no, one. <laughs> I like that, Coach Richardson. Good luck with that, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, we're done. We'll take a uh, break. It was good seeing you again, Brandon Martindale, new coach at Ashdown. Look forward to seeing what the uh, Panthers have for the uh, conference opponents this year. Yes, sir. State or bust. State or bust. Yeah. There we go. There you go. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Zang on the professor on the fan. One oh seven nine. This summer, but even if no one cracks the code, someone in the Arclotex will score a guaranteed ten thousand dollars from iFurniture, Middlemark, Texas Freedom, Unclaimed Furniture, Wingstop, Daily Deals, and Texarkana's local leader for local sports and big money. One hundred seven nine, the fan. Alrighty, welcome back. About uh, 27 minutes until 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. 107.9. If you know Cody Adcock, reach out and say, hey, uh, these radio guys are trying to get you on. Yeah. By the way, I just noticed I was supposed to tell Brandon hello from uh, our favorite uh, Razorback coach over there on the Arkansas side. Our favorite Razorback oh, the summer coach. coach. The summer coach. Oh, the summer coach. Yeah. Who said Riddle's our favorite? Well, Riddle's not your your guy. Favorite? I said favorite summer Razorback coach. Oh, well, if you put it like that, I guess. <laughs> favorite summer Teddy. Ra- so. Yeah, see, I like Teddy. Yeah. Love uh, Teddy. One of our favorite. Yeah, one of our favorite. I'm not going to – Riddle's going to get such a big head, it will be outrageous. No, one of our favorites. Okay. Right. Told him you and you didn't. Well, well, I just now noticed it. You who are busting my chops about not well, being on the phone. He sent it via text. I don't Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> on Facebook Messenger. There it, is. You got it. there it is. All right. That's it. I think Brandon's going to do well. It's a good job. I hope so. Yeah. It's a great opportunity for him. And uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, the that stands between him and the state title ain't going nowhere nah. and so um, it's going to be tough you never know well yeah. I agree kid moves in kid moves out well, I say it's private or is it just a suburban who school who are you talking about which school well, what's the name of the team that's won last couple state championships up there Four, yeah, I don't know in that, that division I don't know I, gotta I think it. it's a suburban school now to think of it I don't All think right. it's private well. you know I just tend to think everybody wins state in Arkansas is a private <laughs> yeah it's just it's, it's the future little, uh, well it is but 
You don't want to. I don't, I don't care how many you, judges up there keep knocking down Sarah's legislation. <laughs> you don't want to condemn the public schools so they have no chance to win. It's a legitimate argument. I, I don't. I don't think the future in some states for public schools athletically is very good. Well, I'll be honest with you. I struggle to figure out why they're letting the privates play in the public schools conferences slash districts. Period. Well, the privates tend to have deep pockets, and they tend to lobby and give them their own conference, give them their own thing. Then you've got it in Texas. No. Well, do we? Well, you do. Full faith. No, that's not. It's not complete. But I'm saying I'm you have it in Texas. You you have it in Texas, but more Tips and more there. More and more, those schools want to compete with publics, and more and more, they're going to supersede the publics in success. And that's why you don't let them compete with the with the public schools. But you let them have their own thing. The people who are pushing for vouchers and things like that in our state legislature, but, but they're not there yet. Don't even have but them it's yet. Going to happen. Well, and, when it happens, it's a different and conversation. When it happens, it's going to be the same in Texas as we've seen in Louisiana and Arkansas. Yeah, and I don't. It's just coming. They ought to. It's, it's, I mean, it's already full of that and the fact that the suburbs tend to be so dominant now, and it's just going to be replaced with privates, and so, uh, which is okay. I, I get it. It's going to. It's not okay. They're well, playing by a different set of rules. There's nothing okay about it. Well, with open enrollment, it's They're not still all playing that by different. different rules. Yes, they are. Well, you have open enrollment and allow oh, similar type things. Come on. You don't think open enrollment's not the same as scholarship in an athlete? No. Uh, what do you get? Let's say we go back to Evangel's glory days. Okay. Let's say they scholarshiped an athlete. An athlete? An athlete or two. Or the whole team. I okay. don't care. The whole team. What you want to make. Ten. All right. What's there turning out in open enrollment? You're getting ten athletes who don't have to worry about paying tuition, whose families would not have been able to afford to go to that school. But now. And you're if recruiting you're, if you're, kids to say, come here, let us take school, You get to do the same thing with open enrollment. You get to pick and choose. Yeah. You're not paying kids to go there. Well, you, nobody's getting paid. Well, well, in effect, you are. The kids don't have to pay the tuition for the enrollment. That's right. That's how it is with open enrollment. You don't have to pay the tuition. You get to come no, There is free. no tuition at public school. Yeah, but I'm just I'm saying. I'm private school. Either way, you're getting to go to a better circumstance with probably better facilities and better coaching. Yes, and yes. And they shouldn't compete with public for that very reason. No, I'm talking about open enrollment schools. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the privates. Today, Privates probably have worse facilities and worse coaching, or not as good a coaching. Don't do Texas. Do it. Do the other states. Do Louisiana, Arkansas. Is that the same thing in Louisiana and Arkansas? I I don't know what the privates pay there, but I know in Texas that's the case, and that's why I will say open enrollment is basically the same as private. I don't see it's the same. You're giving them a free education. It's not costing them anything. They're getting an opportunity to play at a better school with a better chance to be seen and have success on the field. And do the privates house the kids? No. So kids are just... I don't know of any privates. No, I'm talking about Texas. No, I'm talking about Louisiana and Arkansas. I don't think over there they've ever housed the kids. I don't know. I think you've got to go to places like Virginia and offer that. I don't know. 
I'm just saying they shouldn't. In in my world, if you're not playing by the same set of rules, and maybe open enrollment has changed this to some degree, and certainly in Texas, but if you're not playing by the same set of rules, because this conversation began with Ashdown and competing against whomever it is, or competing against Evangel, if you're in Louisiana, I I, I don't see how you... does, Does Little Rock Christian or Pulaski Academy, are they ever... Not going to be in the in the the two or three final schools in the, in Arkansas well, in their classification. Even though they bumped them up now again. Who's been the best football team in the state of Arkansas the last right. three? Right. Suburban school. Yeah. Flat area. Yeah. Get kids out of Little Rock. Yeah. What's the difference? Hmm. Hmm. No, I think there's. I think there is. I I don't know how Arkansas's. I don't know how Pulaski or Little Rock Christian are dealing with their kids and where they're getting them from. It, flight from a suburb or from Little Rock into a suburb like Bryant. I get families move. You're moving over there to be part of that. I understand that. But there's just something feels smarmy about tuition in a normal circumstance at a private school being waived completely as we recruit kids from around the state to come here not just from white flight out of little rock but all over the place Chuck, when i was young many many years ago state of texas leather helmet was young and not quite but the state of texas had a hard and fast rules if you move schools you didn't play till your senior year yeah you had to set out a year right is that around anymore? No. No. It's not around. And how rare is it anymore that a district committee doesn't sign off on a kid? No, they they basically always do. Yeah. Unless it's just so obvious that it's egregiously Unless one or two violation. coaches say, no, we're not going to. But most of the time, coaches aren't going to do that because. They all have move-in kids. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I see that. I get that. And the old days, you had to go to school where you lived. Yeah. What happened to those days? You don't even have that anymore. No. No, you don't. No. And so... And uh, and we we have made athletics at the high school level and winning at the high school level so important to the self-esteem of a school, its kids, its parents, its community, that we have waylaid what had traditionally been the way we went about having success. You used to it was be danger field. You were generational. You had generational talents. You had families that went to that school for as long as they had been in Dangerfield. They went to that school, and Dangerfield had success as those families' kids carried on a legacy that their ancestors began. Their grandparents, their uncles, their dads, their brothers. Well, that's almost ridiculous now. There's very few of that anymore, and probably very few opportunities for the danger fields of the world to replicate the success they had back in the 80s even, which isn't that long ago. Well, if they're trying to compete against suburbs 
are private, yeah, it's very hard. Which to me, I don't know. Maybe I'm living in a Hoosier's world where that was, you know, that now, was the good day. Now who's donning the leather helmet? Well, uh, I, I am, but... You, you know the rule I spoke of in Texas where juniors couldn't play if they transferred? Yeah. You know why it was enacted? Why it was... And why? The oil fields. The oil fields were Fair known... Enough. The reason Midland Odessa became such a hotbed of high school football and were so successful was the oil companies would go out and hire dads that had players... His sons that looked to be promising, and they give him a job. Perfect. And that's why the rules enacted. All right. It was peeled away because of flight and suburban growth, and the understanding that people are going to move where their kids have the best chance to be successful. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm of the mindset of we ought to reenact the some kind of limitation on you can transfer and play X amount of time. Like, you have to have transferred within X, Y, or Z before well, you can play. Well, that's pretty much that now. What, you got to be in by Christmas? I don't know. I Does think, that even matter? I think it matters. I don't know. I, the, 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 the entire thing. This this is a conversation that started of can Brandon Martindale win a state championship at Ashdown, and it's becoming a larger conversation about the state of public and private athletics and open open enrollment districts. Open enrollment and suburban flat. Makes me crazy. It's just, it, as you mentioned, we've had a perversion of the public schools due to athletics. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Go team. Fifteen minutes till six. Leaving the yard. Zang and the professor on the fan. One zero seven nine. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans' community calendar. Saturday, August fifth, from nine. To one is the ninth annual Unity in the Community at We Are Washington, 1900 Marietta Street, Texarkana, Arkansas. Free school supplies for pre-K through 12th graders with food, games, and, and music. Parents, you must accompany your child. The Arizona legislature censured Representative Hamilton after she was caught hiding a Bible at the Capitol Lounge. I wonder why people are so afraid of the Bible. Even the skeptics should acknowledge the possibility that the Bible was written by God-inspired people to show us the difference between right and wrong and how to have a meaningful relationship with God. Why would anyone want to hide what billions of people recognize as the Word of God? I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. To feel the calming effects of nature, take a deep breath in and out. Every breath makes you feel closer to nature, and every sip makes nature feel closer to you. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Beer in its organic form. Buzz? What buzz? 
Purina's wind and rain storm fly control with AltoZid prevents breeding of hornflies in manure of treated cattle. Storm's technology provides the ultimate weather resistance to reduce waste. Wind and rain storm formula is more economical to feed than loose minerals. See the folks at Miller Buoy Supply about Purina's wind and rain storm fly control. Miller Buoy Supply, your Purina feed store, located at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. Until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 107.9. Kirk and company tomorrow morning. Chop and I'll be in. We've, uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Oh, it's been a couple weeks. No, he was here last week. Oh, he was? Yeah. It had been about three weeks before that. Oh, so. all right. We've still got plenty to talk about. All right. Maybe we'll broach this subject. Uh, by the way, in, uh, while we're speaking of just and uh, the society's being you know, good to everyone, Good to see that uh, Jalen Kitna uh, got out of the uh, child porn charges. I'm sure it had nothing to do with his family's bank account and type of representation he had. Probably not. He pleaded out and yes. all the uh, charges, you know, even though they found on his device uh, multiple images of... Uh, young girls well below the legal age uh, being abused uh, he's he's going to do six months probation what does that even mean I'm going to do six months probation it means six nothing months, six months probation what does that mean he's he's pled guilty to a breach of the peace really yeah that's what that's what is he will not be required to register as a sex offender and how old is he 18, 19? Uh, I think he's 19. 19. He may have turned 20, but yeah, he was a quarterback on the roster yeah. at the University of Florida. Yeah. Uh, son of the former NFL quarterback. And, uh, yeah. So uh, it's very reminiscent. Do you remember when Oregon State had the pitcher a few years ago that managed to get to the College World Series before his past came yes. out? Yes, I do. And then the NF, I mean, MLB just said, no, thank you. Yeah. We're not going to. Will there be a college in America who will say tomorrow, yeah, Jalen, come on. Will there be a college? There'll be 10 colleges tomorrow that'll tell Jalen Kitna, come on. We've seen your tape. Not that tape. We've seen your tape. Come on. Yes, 10 schools will not bat an eye. They won't. And what are they? And how are they going to justify it? The charges were nothing. Yeah. He got probation. He'll have done his time. He's fine. That's what's going to happen. You know, I applaud baseball. Baseball tends to, tends to take well, a harder line oftentimes. The Trevor was- Bauer story is one. And I know this broaches its way into domestic violence and domestic right. abuse. And the Yankees have a relief pitcher today who got a 76-game suspension for... Uh, Jimmy Cordero. Yeah, who, for domestic uh, abuse. Uh, but baseball tends to take a little harder well, line see, on it. I will disagree and say it's those who write checks 
tend to take a harder line. They're a little more nervous about putting money into someone. Now, if I'm just going to exploit them for a couple of years to win ball games, come on. I don't care if you come on my campus. I mean, do I have to worry about, you know, co-eds in Waco or anything? But it's those who write checks who don't want to get hung up with a long-term contract in somebody that right. says, no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, and I don't blame them. But, you know, the NFL doesn't tend to take the same position that MLB does. But the NFL doesn't cross the board, guarantee your buddy's contract. No, they do not. They can but back they out of it. guarantee money at the front end they of these do things. signing bonuses. Right, that's right. But the way they're structured, they can get out of these things. MLB, you're pretty well locked in on somebody when you sign them. Yeah, but you I'm can just sign them for peanuts. And, and, and we're, we're I know. like, like our, our guy at Oregon State. Yeah. I mean, he was he was going to sign for a small amount of money to start. No, he, he got a signing but bonus. He but if anybody had picked him there. But yeah. I'm just saying, even as a free agent, he could have blown through the draft and nobody touch him because that publicity is something you don't want. Yeah. And sign on the sly a free agent and put him in a bus league someplace in you know the Carolinas or the Dakotas or wherever. But not and today. see if he can keep his nose clean long enough to be able to justify that people forgot about him. I think, I think MLB just said, we don't want to invest in that. But the NFL would still get him on. The NFL Probably. would figure out a way to still, well, if he could run fast, if he could catch passes, if he could tackle, if he could throw, they would still figure out a way to justify it, unless the fan base just went up so much in arms by boycotting going to games. Ownership will the, just believe that. Certain it. owners who were so desperate, not to name any names, so desperate that they don't care right. what they're crying That's right. Again. And and I, but I don't see baseball that way. I see football that way more than baseball. Yeah. Either way, which is a sad. Jalen Kidna scrambles and he's got avoids. six months probation. He's gonna have to deal with. Yeah. Either way, Rangers tonight with a lead shrunk by another half game today. Houston's won. Oh yeah, Houston's coming even without El Tuve, which they're still trying to figure out what's wrong with him. Well, the good news is the A's. I mean the A's, the Angels have basically just gone on the DL this week. Yeah, it's week. a mash unit. Yeah, they uh, their studs are all hurting right now. And so uh, you don't wish that. I hate it when Mike Trout gets hurt. He's one of those guys I, I, I like to stop on MLB Network and watch his at-bats. But he's gone now for probably two months. Yep. Otani, who knows what this blister issue is going to be. Probably means he won't be able to pitch. Probably not for a while. But we'll be able to bat, yeah. I would expect. Um Rendon, I hadn't seen why he went on the DL, but that's three big bats. That's three big bats, yeah. and that's their payroll. Yeah, that's their payroll. Which, if you've not been watching, Seattle has slowly crept back up into this yeah. thing. They've tied the Angels now. Yeah. They're on a four-game winning streak, and are about to move into third by themselves. And say what you want. Still like the Mariners. Well, they tend to be pretty good in the second half yep. when the pressure's off. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They tend to make their move after people have counted them out. And had a little taste of this last year. Yeah. So and we'll then, see. Then you keep thinking next year's going to be their year because they're so good in the second right. half. This so. may be their second half, but they're coming. Yeah, I agree. So the Astros win, the Mariners come, and the Rangers have a chance to uh, 
keep pace. They can finish off uh, next two games in Boston. Close out the uh, first half of the season against Washington this weekend. They've got a chance. You know, they win three of the five, four of the five games they've got left. They'll still walk into the All-Star break with a three-game lead. Which would be more than yeah. Ranger fans expected yeah, this year. Yeah, no, that's good. We thought this team was a year away. But it turns out they're pretty dang competitive this year. How did Milwaukee not make the All-Star team? Well, Rick Thomas writes about that in the Gazette today. I said this morning with Kevin, I think there's a perception about Michael now that he's he's going to get hurt. He got he was what two weeks he was off here recently. Um, he's eight and three, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not saying he had most impressively he's got a two point six one ERA, yes. which is sixth in the league. Yes, for a team that's what nine games under five hundred that has not played well. No, but that said, I just think there's a perception about him, which as Kevin and I talked this morning, he may have something in his contract that makes him a lot of money if he is named an all-star. If that's the case, I don't think San Diego has a reason to campaign for him. Yeah, but player vote, player vote typically is yeah. I'm looking around the league at guys I face, and, and that may be Michael's shortcoming. He doesn't have overpowering yeah. stuff. As we said, his best pitch has been a changeup for years, which I don't know how many major leaguers – go back to the dugout and go, man, that guy's stuff is unreal. Yeah. And, and that may be the problem for him getting player votes to get onto the All-Star team. Guys usually with flamethrowing arms are the guys that batters remember, not necessarily well, the guy that's I think people just see him good. as a five-inning pitcher now. Well, so what? It's kind of a major league. I now. agree, but there are other guys that don't have that image. That When you're talking about Kershaw, do you see him as a five-inning guy? No. No. That's just not his image. It's not. So. If I'm Michael, do I want to come back to San Diego next year? Because I feel like they're a team that's always going to be loaded right now. Unless something happens and they decide this didn't work and Soto's gone and others are going to they're going to start trying to move big contracts. If I'm Michael, I love right where I am. Yeah. I'd stay in San Diego till the end. But it's, as we said this morning, cross country from Jupiter, Florida, where he lives. It's San Diego. I get it. It's a very pleasant place to live. Yes. High quality of life. Yes. But it's also an expensive place to live. They have a state income tax. This is true. A big one. (laughs) All right, we're done. Uh, Back tomorrow, 5 o'clock. We'll do one more this week before we, uh, you know, call it a 4th of July week.